feel like we should have known this already Were we even taught this at all? And welcome to Will This Be On The Test. I'm Maddie. And I'm Austin. And we're here today to talk about some things we should have learned in school, but didn't learn, didn't learn fully, or didn't learn correctly. And sometimes we talk about how a pop star from the late 90s and early 2000s has a biography coming out. Yes, today as we record is October 24th. Our episode should have come out already, but my bad. So today is the day that Britney Spears' memoir comes out. And I have been failed. I'm so sorry. I have it on hold at the library. I even have an in at the library in the form of my co-host. And I do not currently have this book in my hands. I asked about it. And um, I was told basically we'll get to it when we get to it. And And we are specifically going to get you in trouble with Maddie. You are in deep shit, mister. I mean, it sounds a lot like you get what you get and you don't get upset, but nobody's ever told me what happens when you don't get anything. Apparently, you just get disappointed. So, I honestly don't know when the last time an episode came out was. I think it was two weeks ago. I hope it was two weeks ago. I I don't know anymore. This has been, like, the wildest month. We are at the end of October. We spent the first part of October in Los Angeles... It was a blast. And we saw This Paranormal Life, uh, another podcast, live there, which was so fun. I did upload a couple of photos from Los Angeles to our Instagram, at uh, which is on the test pod, but I just haven't had the time to upload more or to create a TikTok, and I have so much footage for TikToks because it's also Halloween month, the most important month of the year, which means that we have gone to two parties thus far. Now- We are the lamest 37-year-olds on the face of the earth, Mm -hmm. and we never go to parties. We have had an event every weekend, and sometimes multiple events. We are hosting our Halloween party this weekend, and it's supposed to rain. For the first time, really this year, and for the first time in several years, it is going to rain for the first one, and we're hosting our Halloween party for the second one. And they're like, let's congeal and ruin your good time. It's so unfair. But we have our costumes ready. I'm going to be Ken. I'm going to be Alan, Ken's buddy. They can we, share clothes. We share clothes. I have the blonde hair already, so I figured it was like a no-brainer. And I am already a very generic white man, so it's super easy for me. So yeah, Halloween we already have. We're already planning for next Halloween. This is the best season. It's like we we love Halloween. It's it's our favorite. It's like our Christmas, but we don't give each other gifts. <gasps> we should give each other gifts. We should. That would be awesome. We'll talk more <laughs> off the air. Yeah. Yes. More off the air. I want a pony. No. Damn it. It's got to be Halloween themed. A pony's skeleton. So one of those. Uh, oh my god! I even the one who covered it. The Mary Ma- Lloyd. Yeah. Or, Mary Lude. Mary Lude. Or, or we could have the ghost of a pony start haunting us. That's really sad. Oh my gosh. And somehow, like, more, somehow very sad and more likely than any of the ghosts we saw on our ghost tour in Los Angeles. Excuse me. <laughs> we had, went on a ghost tour in Los Angeles. We go on a ghost tour every single time we go on a trip. Uh, at least a trip that's just the two of us. And this was far and away the worst. Hands down. 
Now, I fancy myself somewhat, somewhat of a ghost expert, as much as anybody who's not Zach Bagans can. And this guy was just talking out of his ass the whole time. Like, he was not even, like, relying on any of the relevant lore. It was not even... It wasn't even bad enough to be funny. It was just sad. It's like we were also in Chinatown and he was mispronouncing things like the, oh, I'm going to mispronounce it. The I Ching? I don't know. Yeah. It was funny watching him try to argue that with somebody who studied the language. Yes. And I'm sitting there and I'm t- he asked, you know, about hauntings and houses. And I mentioned something about ours and he looked panicked because what I was describing was a type he didn't want to talk about. Um, but... That said, this one did have the second most activity we've ever felt. Yeah. And nobody but us noticed it. I know. So, like, the first time we ever experienced anything, we were on our honeymoon. We went to Savannah, which if you've never gone to Savannah and you're like, where should I go on vacation? Savannah. Go there. Um, and it was the first time poor Austin ever saw me deal with a ghost because we're walking along and this kid just screams at me what her name is because they're like, we have a ghost here. And um, we think her name is either Kate or Faith or something like that. Oh, no, Kate or Hope. And I'm like, it's Faith. But she yelled that at me. My name is Faith. And then she just disappeared because they're saying, we've never found a girl's tombstone that matches up with that name. And I walked up and I'm like, is there a girl named Faith in there? And he's like, I don't know why. So I had to tell him. (laughs) And since then, Austin has been seeing more ghosts than I have. I'm just lucky, or unlucky, depending on how you view it. But on this ghost tour, they started doing that awful radio thing. I don't believe it. 99.9% of the time, there is one episode of Ghost Files. What's it called? Um, Shane and Ryan. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yes. Um, where there's a radio and it ends up even freaking Shane out. I'm on board. But... He starts playing it through and he's like, sometimes people hear things, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, bullshit. I never hear anything. And it immediately, as soon as it flicks on, it says my first name, which is yeah. not Maddie. It immediately says my first name. And Austin doesn't hear, but I hear it in real time. I had him play it back later. And I was like, I think I heard something. Will you play play it and just see what you hear? And he pauses it. He's like, it's just said your fucking name. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then we went to another place and I'm like being hit with these waves of jasmine smell. And... I'm like, oh, it smells really nice here. I mean, a little bit like a little aggressive, like a be- like a Bath and Body Works, but fine. But then he points out, this ghost tour guide points out that there are no jasmine plants there. I did not say anything, but people smell jasmine here all the time. And I'm like, the fuck? So it was weird. And also, I think Mrs. B showed up again today. First really? time in a long time. Yeah. Wow. HeebieGB, our newest cat, was in trouble because he had just fought with one of the other cats. And I'd locked him in our bedroom. And I heard a thump thump on the door. So I was like, oh, he's ready to come out. Okay. So I went over and I opened the door and he was asleep on the bed. Ooh. There was like, and there was not enough time for him to go and jump back on the bed. He was like, I'm asleep. <laughs> so there was definitely a solid thump thump on the door. So I think Mrs. B was like, yeah, let my boy out. Also, if you hear noises, it's raining and there's a train. So training. This, this is the world's longest intro. Let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? Let's do it. All right. What do you think of when you hear the word dude keanu reeves why uh bill and ted's excellent adventure dude 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 what does a dude look like keanu reeves uh describe it a little bit more in case somebody hasn't seen it kind of like a little bit of a surfer long hair kind of a like a super relaxed vibe Mm -hmm. 
Would you describe this as a positive or a negative overall? It's kind of a neutral overall. Okay. It's, for me, dude is like a catch-all. Okay. Dude is like a catch-all. Can it describe different genders? Uh, It's like, yeah, people and like even inanimate objects. But the person that immediately comes to mind is a, is a guy. Yeah. Now, is that guy from here or from somewhere else? Uh, he is absolutely from California. Yeah, I mean like from the United States. Yeah, he's from the United States. All right, absolutely. So he's from here. Is he, Would he fall more into the category of cool or uncool? Oh, he's cool. He is cool. Now, this is relevant, I promise. What gender is he into? He's totally into chicks. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. Now, as the um, PC police are always out there, I am going to say some things that some people might find offensive. I would like to make it clear that these are not things that line up with my beliefs. They have to do with history. And honestly, some of it, even in historical sense, kind of gross. But we can't pretend it's not there. Yeah, this is us just, you know, reporting a history of a thing, not endorsing the views of historical people. Mm Mm-hmm. So every generation talks about the pre- about how the uh, previous ones are so obnoxious because they're always saying, back in my day, we didn't use language like that. We didn't use that word. We didn't talk like that. And we know that previous generations use dude as one of those examples. What is this dude? Why are you calling everybody dude? Don't they have names? And then even now we've got people even our age who are like, that word is offensive. It only describes men. And if you're using it to describe anybody, then, um, and you don't know if they're a man or a woman or anything else, you're being actively sexist. That's, that's, that's crazy. That completely leaves out the fact that the word has evolved. Mm-hmm. That said, they're not wrong in thinking that we should be offended by the word dude. <gasps> However, the ones who should be offended by it are men. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's strictly if we look at it from a historical perspective, which we can't, but we're going to for a minute. All right. Talking about those old folks who are like, back in my day. No, 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 no. Back in your day, you used the word dude. Back in your parents' day, they used the word dude. There's a good chance that back in your grandparents' day, they used the word dude because it entered the common vernacular in 1883. What? But it showed up a little bit even before that. There is a version of the word that was supposedly found in the play Eunicus by Terence in the second century. (laughs) It essentially translated a line as, he seemed like a dude because he was dressed in a vest of many colors. However, this is almost definitely a gross mistranslation, thinking that dudum was a noun And not a preposition, adverb, or conjunction, meaning before. I don't know Latin. I don't know how it was being used. But it means before. Okay. So there was just somebody who was a little too excited about the word dude who tried to look into it a hundred years ago. Then there's the version that appeared in 1883, which is the most direct version that we can prove. But we can't ignore that the word duds existed before. Now, in this case, we mean duds like clothes. Okay. That's a word we don't hear a whole lot anymore. We're like, when we talk about duds, we're talking about bombs that didn't go off, or we're talking about boring people, or we're talking about the best movie candy. The best. No arguing on that one. Milk he- duds? Yes. Um, no, it's Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's are the best movie. I love Mike and Ike's, but Mike and Ike's are kind of an anytime candy. 
Milk duds really only seem to fit right in at the movies or Halloween. Okay. So the use of the word duds to mean clothes came around in the 8th century. And then it essentially meant rags that you wear by the 15th century. And then around the 15th century as well, it started to describe a humanoid for the first time, referring to a scarecrow as a dudesman, meaning it's a (laughs) scarecrow in rags so terrible, not even the poorest person would wear them. Wow. So now you're thinking that dude is here to insult people for being poor. Yes. It kind of reverses itself. Oh. So this is a word that kind of goes back and forth between insulting rich people and insulting poor people and insulting rich people and insulting poor people. And then also insulting everybody else as long as they're male until recently. So it was just it was a way to insult men and we've lost it. No, but I love the word now. It's one of my it's like up there with like fuck. Just a great word that can mean so many things. Dude. 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 Oh, I didn't even mention why I started I chose this topic. Why did you choose this topic? When heebie-jeebie is being an ass. Now, heebie-jeebie... Frequently. He is frequently being an ass. Heebie-jeebie is heebie-good-boy. Heebie-jeebie. He's so good until he's not. And when he acts like a fool, I go, dude. And sometimes it's at him, calling him dude. But sometimes it's kind of like, ugh, why? (laughs) And it only applies to him. And I was like, you know what? Why does it mean both this this being and ugh? And all these other things. So that's why. It's believed that the 1883 version of dude attaches to the 1770s word, or 1770s song, Yankee Doodle Dandy. With (laughs) doodle, of course, being the main culprit. I'm not going to go through the entire history of the song, so just know it comes from as early as the 1400s. And it started off as nonsense words and then became like a word for poor people and country bumpkins. So then you need to know this part. Yankee Doodle went to town, riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his cap, and called it macaroni. We're going to pull out the part that just brings us dude. The whole song is actually, like, really long. I read it. I'm like, what the hell? So Yankee, a catch-all term basically meaning those jackass Americans. (laughs) Doodle, a poor dumbass. It likely comes from the word fop doodle, which is a Britishism which means silly fop, which is funny because dandy and fop essentially mean the same thing. Those those redundant British. Dandy, a fancy guy. So just three words for fancy man. Well, no, doodle at this point means poor and stupid. Oh, okay. And macaroni. Now, macaroni does mean dandy. <laughs> a dandy in England who was essentially like Madonna, the singer, and pretended to be from another country to make himself seem mysterious and cool. Like Madonna, the singer. Exactly. In a super smart way, a guy named Gerald Cohen, who wrote, like, he co-wrote, like, a book on this. I didn't know there was a book until I was almost off my research. <laughs> um, he translated this part of the song as, The country bumpkin who stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni, i.e., by sticking a feather in his cap, he imagined himself to be fashionable like the young men of his day known as macaronis. So he's stupid, but thought that putting a feather in his cap made him cool. (laughs) It's kind of like people who put on a certain headwear accessory and think it makes the ladies like them. Miladies like them. (laughs) (laughs) And then the rest of the song basically says, we hate that guy. He's too poor to get a horse and no one will notice it's a pony. And it basically it's, it's a series of insults that bring us the word dude. The whole concept is boiled down into one word, dude, essentially meaning stupid trust fund kid. 
Nepo babies. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Cohen and then his co-writers, Barry Popick and Peter Retain. They put it as the dudes of that era were young, vacuous, brainless, wealthy Anglomaniacs who drew widespread amusement and ridicule for their slavish imitation of British dress and speech. Oh my. But then let's go to 1883. Okay. These three dudes wrote the literal book on Jude. <laughs> yep. And they dedicated it to the guy who wrote this poem, The Dude. The Dude? Robert Sale Hill. The linguists, those three guys, who found this poem say that there are only three previous instances of the word dude being used by itself, and they don't think the dates on those are correct. Oh. Um, I'm trying to decide if I should read this poem or not. It looks long, but it's also like quatrains, I think is the word. Okay. Uh, maybe just like read the relevant passages. It's all kind of relevant because it goes into chaos. I mean, I do some chaos. Follow I- your heart. I, I do translate it after okay. into what I think it says. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? I can read it. All right. It's this. It starts with long years ago. All right. Austin has never read this before. Ahem. Long years ago in ages crude, before there was a mode O, there lived a bird they called a dude, resembling much the dodo. Its stupid airs and vanity made other birds explode. So they christened it Charity, first cousin... Oh, they christened it in Charity, the first cousin of the dodo. It plumed itself in foreign plumes and thought home products no-no. For idiocy it ranks with loons, hence surpassed the dodo. When Darwin's theory first saw light, the dude he tried to think of. But monkeys being far more bright, he made the missing link of... Now lately in this hemisphere, through some amalgamation, a flock of dudes, I greatly fear, are added to our nation. In form and feature rather young, somewhat resembling man, sir, they flit about and speak a tongue that is not worth a damn, sir. Their features first would explain our washed-out order, mild disposition, feeble brain, with cigarette smoke border. Ooh, good line. Mm Mm-hmm. The feathers o'er their brow they bang, their cheeks resemble leather, their style inclusive is in slang, the strike me with a feather. Their father's cuff supports a hat, the head just seen between them, a coachman's riding coat at that, envelops all and screens them. Save just below the coat is seen where muscles ought be, sir. A pair of pipe stems cased in green, skin tight, skin tight and half mast high, sir. Oh my god, this is really long. Okay, to this please add a pointed shoe, verandas built around it, a necktie either white or blue, c'est fini if you doubt it. Uh, and then there in flocks upon the ave, for ladies they but slim bemow. You'll see them flitting o'er the pave with arms or wings akimbo. They have their nests, also a club. Alas, so misspelled, sir. Like other birds, they love light grub. For beef to them denied, sir. Of stairs, their clubhouse has no need for entering the hall door. They take a long breath with speed and float upwards off the hall floor. And soaring up are caught with nets with ribbons held together. After being nursed, the pets are blown home on a feather. They hardly breathe. 
They are so light and smile their coat it creases. And one who laughed the other night was carried home in pieces. They do not care for cruel sports like football, cricket, gunning, but lemonade they drink by quarts. They're, oh, they're girlings, real stunning. The Brush Electric Lighting Co. have cast their lights in wire. For fear attracted by the glow, they'd set their wings on fire. Imported dudes are very shy. Now Oscar has crossed the ocean, but native dudes soon learn to fly and seem to like the notion. If only fly away and give up and settle out in China, give us the chance, the girls will say, to hunt up something finer. America can ill afford to harbor such deformity. <laughs> and we would humbly thank the Lord to spare us this enormity. What did I just read? Having <laughs> him read it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah, what did you just read? So at first I thought it's like, oh, it's talking about young men. Maybe it's cowboys. Oh, we'll talk about cowboys. Then it's like, then it's turning into like, wait, what are they talking about? This is weird. Then those like last three stanzas. Oh my God, those last three stanzas. I feel uncomfortable. Out of curiosity, what do you think they meant by uh, Oscar crossed the, sea, crossed the ocean? I have no idea. Okay, I'll talk about it. So, doesn't sound very nice. No. And it hasn't ever been entirely broken down. They're like, we don't know what this means. What does it mean? I think that they were looking for it to mean something, where I think it's just more this dude is being an asshole. And so I decided to translate it. Now, this is a very quick translation based on some very rusty poem skills. I hated poetry, but I think I've got a fairly good example of it. Now, to be clear here, once again, I am just translating what an asshole from the 1880s thought. This is not something that I think. Yeah, slavery just ended, like, what, decades before this. So I'm breaking it down with one sentence per uh, stanza. A long time ago, there was this really stupid group of people. They were so stupid that everyone got really angry with them, but they were better, so they tried to be patient. They only wore fancy shit made by other people, but basked in the compliments. Also, they were really stupid. Even Darwin couldn't make them make sense with humans, because they were so stupid. We thought we were safe from them in this country, but they're showing up. This group is young and attractive, but they add nothing to the conversation, no matter how much they talk. They're drunk, stupid cigarette smokers. They have long hair, tans, and only speak in slang. They wear clothing that isn't meant for them. This line could also mean they're Nepo babies. They have skinny, weak legs and wear ugly, fancy pants. They also wear fancy shoes and ties with bright colors. They're afraid to try new things. <laughs> Girls like them because they're pretty, but they actually look ridiculous. No one sees them as men. <laughs> pretty sure they're gay. They scam people into thinking they're special. Their clothes are really tight. They're scared of sports because they're really a bunch of girls. They're fairies. The foreigners who stay away are well-behaved. But now that Oscar Wilde showed up one time, the ones who are here feel like they can do whatever they want. They all need to go back to where they came from. Or to China. The girls here want real men. America. Wow. Finn. Okay. <laughs> so it's funny up until like the Darwin line. Like that is choice. 
But then you get into it, it's like, wait a second. Yeah, this like... It, wait, wait a second. <laughs> it, this like poem kept devolving yes. and devolving. It is like Twitter over the last like eight years. Like Twitter over the last eight months, Elon. So it's not nice, but I do think Republicans would have liked this guy. Oh, yeah. And yes, Oscar Wilde really did show up at this point. He showed up in like 1882. <laughs> this poem was written in 1883. So in other words, dude referred to a man who was stupid, fancy, effeminate, liked by girls, and we don't like that, lazy, wimpy, a scam artist, but most importantly, an outsider. This was also exclusively about men. Ultimately, a female version, Dudine. Dudine? Dudine. Dudette, way better. Came about, Dudette showed up a little bit, but Dudine was more the thing then. It was essentially the same thing, but it was cool because she was a woman. Um, the main thing that I thought was funny about it is her clothes were so tight that she couldn't move. Like she had her, her, uh, skirts were around her ankles. And so she would kind of like have to shuffle, (laughs) but overall it's like, it's fine. She's a girl. She's kind of hot. Shouldn't be so slutty with that high neck though. Wait, high neck slutty. Okay. I'm. And then they decided that the people who fell into the dude category were bad. And so there were even people who were in that category, who made it abundantly clear that they were dandies, not dudes. Which basically means metrosexual, not gay. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, guys, do better. History is a circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Then, time moved on, and the word dude ranch, words dude ranch, came about. What's a dude ranch? I know, it's, it's a ranch with dudes, man. What are dudes in this case? Cowboys. No. Really? No, the the dudes are the people who had this whole idea romanticized for them by like books and stuff. So they showed up from the cities to pretend they were cowboys. Oh, my cousin. Yes. Okay. So dude ranches were like the vacation ranches or like, you know, the movie City Slickers. Yes. Those were dudes. Oh. Especially when they got into cowboy outfits. That's when they (laughs) officially became dudes. I'm I'm just picturing Marty McFly when he shows up in the Old West. Actually, they do kind of refer to dudes from this era as having, what do they call them? Like gas station cowboy outfits. <laughs> so it wasn't as much of an insult and the guys didn't really mind being called dudes as much. But it was kind of one of those like, ha ha, look at you. Kind of like when we're like nerd, yeah. you know, but we're not Poser. really bothered by it. And then this was furthered by Western stories by like people like Mark Twain. And then it still appears in Westerns today, and it actually is starting to mean more cowboy. Then around 1940, dude was very much a part of the common vernacular, and its meaning started to expand. Oh. So in, like, trains, it became a word for train conductors, probably because they looked all fancy. <laughs> and it was used to describe new military members, because they were essentially city slickers. You weren't here before, you don't really know what you've gotten yourself into, dude. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're the replacement, dude. And then people started to reclaim the word. So, like I said, the most important meaning of it was outsider. Outsider. So, 1940s, we started getting zoot suitors, <laughs> which was a word used by Black Americans. And it was all, they were called pahuch, pahuch, sorry guys, I used to speak Spanish. Pacuchos, uh, Mexican Americans were essentially the same thing. This group were considered outsiders. Like, what are they wearing? What, what is this outfit? What is this whole, like, thing that's going on? They started calling themselves dudes. Saying, yeah, we're outsiders, but we're in it together. 
<gasps> oh my god, they we reclaimed are the cool dudes. They reclaimed dude like America reclaimed doodle. Yes, exactly, actually. Um, they're like, we are the cool dudes. By the 1950s, it is essentially meant male person. So it's it had started to expand and people got jealous that these cool black and Hispanic guys were getting to be called dudes of white people started taking it on. Um, later on, dude and hippie meant the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. And it was particularly loved by rich white kids who were into black music and culture. Now, hippie in the, actually showed up in the 1950s to mean people who were into the hip things, meaning black music and culture. And later it became what it became. Then came TV. For the first time, TVs were in a lot of homes and Howdy Doody was on the TV. <gasps> it was essentially a combination of Howdy Dude and How Do. And Howdy Doody, more like how- Hey Dude. And Westerns <laughs> became bigger and bigger, bringing the word to a larger audience. Now here's where things get wild. We associate dude with surfers. Californians, like you said. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the surfers who really came about in the 60s and 70s grew up with Howdy Doody in the 50s. What? Oh my God. And the reason we're pretty sure that dude comes through to the surfers through Howdy Doody is because cowabunga was a word from Howdy Doody. What? So if it wasn't for Howdy Doody, we would never have had cowabunga dude. We probably never would have had Ninja Turtles. Oh my god, Master Splinter would never have delivered the best line in cinema. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it. Cowabunga. Mm-hmm. So cowabunga started to fall by the wayside. Does, I mean, really, what does it even mean? Yeah. Doesn't It never got a meaning where dude got many. So dude, although it remained associated with the surfer culture, kind of started to expand, especially while surfer music like the Beach Boys started to expand. And language was really changing. Dude got picked up by rebels and hippies and the normal people, as you would call them. Everybody was using it. Dude became interchangeable with man, just like I go became um, synonymous with I said. Mm -hmm. Like I go, you know, and I go this and I go that. Or um, I'm all is I am. Dude started to become ungendered. And in fact, not related to a person at all. It became just a generally positive word like whoa or snap. Remember snap? Like it's still around, but remember yeah. how annoying it was at first? And now yeah. I, 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 I say it. Yeah. Not as often as dip. I mean, cur- the current one I'm hearing a lot from the youths is mood and vibe. I love and them. aesthetic. No, aesthetic fell out, of, fell out a few years ago. I used the word cringe today. <laughs> And I almost used ick, but I was like, no, I'm going to say icky because that's what I mean. But cringe was actually what I meant. And then they also started to add the opposite where it meant this sucks. Dude. Dude. So it's one of those fascinating words that can function as several parts of speech and have several different meanings. But unlike a lot of words in English, it's really impacted by how you say it. The word dude by itself can mean just about anything, depending on your inflection and your face and your gestures at that moment. Not very many other words can do that. Like, you might say the word fuck can, but it doesn't tend to mean anything positive when it's by itself. Yeah. So you can immediately kind of guess. The word dude, if you just see it on a piece of paper and you hand it to somebody and say this, say, say this. Dude. 
And it's like, don't say it, but give it a meaning. Every single one is going to have a different word, different meaning. Then along came Ninja Turtles. Yes. According to a 1994 article in American Speech, quote, and I, I learned a lot about, about Ninja Turtles just in this. A group of cartoon heroes called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whose dialect was based on that of their teenage creator, a made dude a popular culture sensation and even revived Kawabunga. It began as an underground comic book parody of the Bruce Lee ninja fad and was aimed at high school at the high school students and college freshmen set, usually identified with Nintendo and Dungeons and Dragons. The, what? The tur- I was programmed from the youngest age for this stuff. The turtle's habit of rarely uttering a sentence that did not contain the word dude soon received international exposure. While at home, the fad trickled down to junior high and elementary schools. By 1989, dude was the word used to indicate that one was a big boy at the pre-kindergarten level. I can confirm. (laughs) Then came Bill and Ted and Wayne's World. Dude. And as that 1994 article put it, Parents began to use it use it sarcastically. Okay, dude. Which probably is part of why it disappeared for a good chunk of our childhoods. Parents, they just don't understand. I knew it. I knew it. Do you, do you have a cold shot? You had a cold shot. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. It also was kind of cool to read this article from 1994 because that was when the word was like really having its moment. It compares dude to fuck. <laughs> as both can have multiple meanings and be used as different parts of speech. However, dude never became a verb. I guess, yeah, you can't really dude something, can you? You can. And actually, this article points that out. Because this article mocks the people who are uh, afraid. They use the word alarmist. (gasps) Those who decry as alarmist the possibility of dude gaining a verb form in the near future should consider the proximity of dude to the present and past tense form of the verb to do and they mentioned that in okay remember they're talking about people at that point who are like we didn't use that word in my day well they're like hey guys remember when you were growing up and there was that abbott costello pair and that red skeleton guy who all used dude as a past tense of to do and you did too (gasps) so it just didn't stick around Hmm. the closest i've seen is dudifying which basically is used exclusively in this, or when you're saying, like, somebody became dude-like. He's been dudified, which probably means more like frat boy. Yeah. But we wouldn't be here today if I wasn't saying dude at and around my cat. Yep. So clearly parents didn't ruin it entirely. I mean, after all, we ended up with dude. Where's my car? Yeah. Where's my car, dude? Where's your car, dude? Dude. What's my tattoo say? (laughs) I mostly remember that movie for the scene at the um, drive-thru. And then... And no and then. then! No and then! Of course, I'm pretty sure that scene was racist. I've seen it once, I think. So, did you know... Uh, you know how the word was initially appropriated, for lack of a better word, by marginalized groups? Yeah. That's happening again. Because... People are like, oh, well, you can't use the word dude because it's for men and it's offensive to people who aren't men. Well, women are the ones reclaiming it right now. Yes. Like the show Broad City, they use dude to talk to each other. Now, part of it is that they're stoners. We never talked about how it became part of the stoner culture, which goes to the surfer culture thing. It's just the same. Yeah. Um, 
But if you listen, you'll hear women using it more than men. Like, there's been no studies on this, obviously. Nobody's following people around and listening to what they say. And you have swayed you because you work in an environment where you are the one of, like, two dudes. I am... Meaning the male version of I that. I am the only cis straight man in my department. And you said earlier that it's a very supportive and openly communication communicative environment. Yes, it is. <laughs> He's not... I'm not being sarcastic either. Like, like, no, it's like, yeah, it's... That might be a part of it. He is the only cis straight man... Where he is, and it's a much better environment yeah. than the average workplace. So you'll hear, even when you're walking around, women using the word dude to each other in general more than guys are. And I wonder, like, and this is just me spitballing, if it has something to do with the fact that when we were younger, it was so strongly associated with guys, surfer culture, and Ninja Turtles. And to guys, it might seem a little bit more childish for them to use it. Because, like, you don't hear guys using it because you immediately probably go ahead and Ninja Turtles. Or Keanu Reeves. Or Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Don't don't have a cow, dude. Eat my shorts. Dude. So it is being reclaimed. Now, words like bro and man haven't been as ungendered. But bro, I'm starting to hear used in an ungendered way more. And then bruh has taken on its own meaning. It just means, ugh, dumbass. Or can you believe it? If I just went, bruh. It's also been observed that it's one of those words that can also be used in specific situations. Linguist Scott F. Kiesling says that the word should be considered to mean cool solidarity. We're totally in this together. However, it's also pretty negative, like when I yell it at my cat. (laughs) So the TLDR version of all of this. Dude originally was meant to insult outsiders. Now it means we're all in this together. Ergo, dude is High School Musical. <laughs> you built up to that. I am... <laughs> Dude. 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 Are you ready for some questions? Yes, I am. All right. Will this be on the test? Even though the angry old people who would like to complain about this be- this slang, they likely would have liked the origin poem. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude is a great example of how words can totally change meaning. Yes, that would be on the test. We have always been afraid of outsiders, and the word dude shows that. I absolutely not. We can't admit that at any of our classes. Florida will come after you. Language evolves quickly and slowly at the same time. Yeah, that would be that could be on a test. I can see that one. And the fact that the word dude, which is inarguably a slang word, was initially used to make fun of people who used slang. You know what? Yeah, that'd be on the test because that's that's funny. I would put that on a test. All right. And that is the meaning of dude, dude. 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 That was fantastic. Like, yeah. Like, A plus work. Excellent research. Fun delivery. I had to read a poem, only <laughs> downside. And I feel like if I ever get canceled, they will take snippets of that poem out of context and use it to ruin my life. He also references Canterbury Tales a lot, guys. I mean, it's the Miller's Tale. It's funny. Dude. 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 <laughs> so where can all these dudes find us? Um, TikTok. Primarily on TikTok, yes. Yep. And also on Instagram. Yeah. I really miss Twitter and what it used to be, but we are not really on there anymore. I have moved over to Blue Sky. Um, I'm still figuring out, so I haven't really started. 
We are also on threads. Same thing. In all places, it is on the test pod. We're also on Facebook. Our website basically punched me in the face repeatedly, and I threw my computer out a window, so it doesn't exist at the moment. But I'm trying to figure that out because I really want to bring back 10 days of Shabermas. Hey, we could bring we could do this again because we are currently watching all of the Friday the 13th. Yeah, if you haven't been around for very long, when we first started, we did 10 days of Shabermas, which was us watching Hallmark Christmas movies and typing out a conversation while we watched. Yes. Um, and then both leaving a review of what we thought of it. And all but one were uh, Lacey Chabert movies. The other one being the first and arguably worst Hallmark Christmas movie. It was like, it was bad. It was like about people who would have liked the original version of Dude. Yeah. Ugh, Dude. Ugh. Dude, well, I guess Dude, on that note. Ugh, on that note. Class, class dismissed. dismissed. Dude. Dude.